0: From the Ugly Barrett Studios in Newcastle, California, the Limp Cigar Cartel presents Beyond the Humidor, a cigar podcast for the rest of us. (laughs) God damn it! (laughs) The fuck is that shit? Welcome to Redneck Central.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't be any worse if he went, Take two, (laughs) take two, one more time.
0: From the Ugly Paird Studios in Newcastle, California, the Loom Cigar Cartel presents Beyond the Humidor, a cigar podcast for the rest of us. In that instance, my voice almost gave. The one before I had a GD truck passing through. That was a motorcycle, by the way. Whatever it was. Scott Robinson with you for another episode of Beyond the Humidor. This would be 111,
2: 111, 111. for you Lord of the Rings fans. Good God. Yeah.
3: Hey, if I'd have had my, uh, my truck keys in my pocket, I'd have
0: set the alarm off on the second truck <laughs> just cause I'm an <laughs> asshole. <sighs> oh, what are you going to do? Hey, let's just go around the room. Oh, wait a minute. You guys always light your cigar before the show. Oh, you haven't. Okay. I, I stand corrected. You did. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't wait. could you? Well, since we're on you, I got to pee. Yeah, no, I.
3: It looked good. It smelled good. The cold draw was good. I wasn't waiting on you people. No, like, okay. Fuck you. All right. Fuck you too. How uh, you doing? Uh, you know, apparently I'm a prick, but you know, I, I'm smoking a nice cigar. Hell with the rest of you people. God damn it! There now, there goes my cell phone. Shop phone rings twice after hours. Now the cell phone's ringing. What the hell
1: wrong with these people? It's, do they not know what we yeah, do on I'm, Monday I mean, evenings? You think I was running a business uh, here or some Jesus. shit, you know? Uh, it
0: is what it is. Oh fuck my life.
1: <laughs> Greg, how you doing? Uh I'm doing okay. Uh weather was nice, beautiful weekend. Uh we got some fan mail to talk about. Um new feature on the website if y'all haven't looked at that. Uh, we now have a video vault. You can see all our videos. Oh, geez. It's nice. Greg,
0: I asked how you were doing. Not to give a rundown of the show, but that's okay. Gorilla. I haven't even talked about what we're smoking yet, so wait. No, no, no. Hey,
2: Gorilla, how you doing over there at the Planet of the Apes? We're off to a wonderful start. Uh, I'm doing well. The Gorilla has been, has been and will continue to be very busy for reasons that... I will reveal once they're all done and dealt with, but yeah. Nice. It's been been chaotic, but good. You got a new chair there? I mean, temporarily, yes. Yep. I like the throne. It is most
0: excellent. You're a king of the gorillas. For now. Outstanding, outstanding. Now, Greg, since you were kind enough to bring us these from these. Thank you, Bucky. From these. Tell us about what we're smoking as I light mine and to smoke
1: we are smoking the cao flathead this is the bull neck 6.5 inches by 52 it is a connecticut abano goriso wrapper brazilian arapica binder dominican honduran and nicaraguan filler they say it's a medium to full Uh, if you believe cao drinking pairings would be aged rum or rye whiskey Uh, tasting notes I'll tell you what they say. I'll be anxious to see what you guys think as we go through it. It's oak, coffee, spice, pepper, and chocolate. Um, you know, I we smoked a couple of episodes back. We smoked that uh, CAO Flathead uh, 642. Their Lancero, their box press Lancero, and as you all know, my addiction is cigar bid. So I'm on cigar bid. I see these. These are different. It's something I haven't seen before from the Flathead line. I'm like, what the hell. So here they are. And, you know, it's a nice Maduro. And as our listeners would know, I'm not a Maduro fan, but this one, it's really smooth. It goes great with a cup of coffee. I'm anxious to see how it's going with your libation. And, uh, yeah, you know?
3: I, I'm real happy with how it's, uh, going with a stout. And this is a, a very smooth, kind of a chocolatey stout. Yeah, it is. And, uh, I'm getting the kind of oaky chocolatey, uh, out of this, uh, out of this flathead too. So I think this is a a perfect combination. Uh, Where's the stout from, Larry? Uh, Stout's from Cool Beer Works, which is about fifteen minutes up the road from us here. Uh, Highway forty nine going across to Placerville. Uh, they've been up there for I don't know eight ten years now. Um, pretty good little spot. They serve food. Um, they do some. Uh, they do some great beers. Uh, they had a really nice, um, Hawaiian hazy. Uh, so it was, it was a little more of on the tropical side of instead of just a straight hazy. So a little sweeter, uh, that was pretty good. But out of the flight that I got, uh, this, uh, this was by far my favorite. Uh, they had a, an amber ale that was really good too, but, uh, I had to bring a, a four pack of these stouts back. So, uh. We could Scott and I could do one with a
1: cigar here on the cast. Oh no. Nice. Doubt.
0: Thanks, brother. This is delicious.
1: It is. I tried a little bit of Scott's and you know, it's pretty good. Yep.
0: Yeah. We're getting Greg a sippy cup.
1: Make a designer. Louis Vuitton, something like that.
0: You're gonna get Bob the builder fucker.
1: <laughs> Thomas the tank engine. <laughs> dee dee de- dee dee dee. Stop. De- de- just stop. De- de-
2: oh god it's all going wrong wrong. take that jackass break your mic stand hey not a good episode for gorilla cam
1: no (laughs) No, it's
2: all falling apart back here
1: it's (laughs) the new chair it's much like scott creating covid when he grows out the beard it's the new chair
2: I forgot that was our reasoning for COVID. All right. Talk quietly amongst yourselves. Gorilla's going to fix his microphone, stand. All right. So, Greg.
1: Yes, Mr. Robinson.
0: What's on the agenda, my friend?
1: I want to bore you all with a little bit of cigar news. But before we get there, um, I had another fan reach out to us. Uh, Rocky G from Connecticut. Right on. He says on our last episode with Josh Aberski, he says, I must tell you guys, I found your podcast by accident, and I must say, I fucking love it. Don't expect an answer from you or anything like that, but I must thank you all for the laughs and the education about cigars. Here's a question for you. Roast me if you have to, and I would actually laugh my nuts off for it. But I love smoking cigars, and my favorite is a Series O from Oliva. I learned from you gentlemen about the note, uh, all the notes, and I try, but I don't know how to taste all the different flavors. I smoke, I like it, or I don't. Please school me. P.S., you guys are doing some amazing scotches, and thank you for the knowledge you spread. Um,
3: yeah. Uh, don't worry about being able to pick up on in all the notes.
0: Thanks, man. I've been smoking 30
3: years, and on half the cigars I smoke, I get a tobacco flavor. Um. And that's not, you know, I'm not trying to be an asshole. That's just, I don't have that defined a palette for that type of stuff. I can pick out the pepper and I can pick out the caramel, or the chocolate, stuff like that. But, you know, the, the hint of Rosewood and some of the stuff, some of the, some other people come up with, I just don't get it. Um, but yeah, if you like it, keep smoking it. If you don't like it, put it down, try something else. I mean, that's about as simple as it gets.
0: Yeah, um, I was about to say, you'll know what a bad cigar is, or as we like to say, not in your wheelhouse. You'll know what that is. Just be concerned with that. If you enjoy smoking it, smoke it. Don't sit there and try to worry about the notes and become a sommelier.
3: Well, and it's there's, I spent a long time, more, more time than I would care to uh, – to discuss most of the time about cigars on trying to stay up on, you know, what's current smoking, what everybody else was smoking, or, you know, there's three or four guys in your brick and mortar lounge that you go to that are all smoking the same thing. And oh man, this is great. You got to smoke it. Well, if it's great, go ahead and smoke it. But if you don't like it, you don't like it, you know? And so, yeah, just, you know, the brick and mortar is the best place to try stuff out, you know, talk to the people that work there, you know, say, Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, and be honest with them. I'm, I'm new to this. I don't know, really know what I'm doing. Um, and every place that sells cigars, you know, as a legitimate, you know, um, premium cigar business is going to have somebody in there that can at least point you in the right direction. You know, here, start off with this. It's a little bit lighter. We don't want to kill you right from the get go. And, uh, you know, work your way in. And then if you're trying to get more feedback from them, be honest with them about what you thought of that first cigar they put you into. Yeah. that was pretty good. It was a little, you know, I didn't get a whole lot of flavors out of it. And, you know, what else can I try? You know, it's just like anything else. Just have a conversation and and work your way into it.
2: There you go. Yeah.
3: Well, we uh, we appreciate you reaching out man and uh, you know we'll try not to bust
1: your balls too bad there but uh,
2: i'm I'm curious is he a newer smoker longtime smoker
1: uh, he doesn't specify um he joined uh started following our page uh like a couple weeks ago and uh
2: because for me when when I started smoking it was kind of the I like it or I don't like it very similar but then it over time it has developed to where it's kind of the same as my dad said I can't pick up the specific like you know rosewood orange peel and lavender or whatever the hell but over time it went from this one is good this one is not in my wheelhouse to why is this one good okay it's, yep. it's creamy yep. and a little peppery yeah that's and then you start to learn like the, I, oh i like this this and this and then you start to self describe yeah that, that's and, the
3: progression mm-hmm. you will you will get two or three cigars that you've you found that you like and then you realize that those are probably similar cigars. They have, you know, they have the, the same wrapper leaf or they're from the same country of origin or, or whatever. So yeah, it's, I mean, the, the more you sample, the better, the better chances you, you'll have of finding, you know, a few that you really like and you'll come across some that you don't. I mean, it's, you're not going to like every one, you know, we've had a pretty good run here on stuff that we've, uh, um, that we've, you know, smoked for the podcast. I can't think of one that, that we've done. I'd say that we haven't the, done deliberately. No, that, I'd say in the last year, I can't think of something that, that we've been handed cold. Um, what do I eyeball me? Well, there was a, yeah, there was a couple way back, but those were kind of done on purpose. Um, uh, you y- know, yeah,
1: but I mean, Oh, don't think we're not going to do that again. I have one for that.
3: You know, there's nothing that I could, that I remember that we got from PCA or we got from Rocky Mountain, or we've had a, uh, a rep give us that we were like, Whoa, whoa, no, I'm sorry. That is, I am sorry that i can not smoke that. Um, we've, I think we've been pretty lucky, uh, you know, as far as, you know, what we've been given to try or what we've reached out and purchased on our own, you know, is, Hey, this is something we haven't seen before. Let's grab four or five of these and, and try them out on a podcast. We have not really, really landed on something that even any one of us was like, whew, this is not my wheelhouse. No. So, you know, and like I said, you'll find one every once in a while. That's just not your you know, not your bag. That's not not where you were going. Or, or it may not be for you at that particular point in time. You know, it might be too heavy for you now because you haven't progressed enough into the heavier cigars. Yeah, there's, there's a
2: lot of factors. There's some stuff we've smoked on the show that if you had handed to me in the first year I was smoking, I would not have liked it. Because yeah. my palate wasn't there yet. Yep. So.
3: Yeah. I mean, stick with it. Um, glad you're, uh, glad you're listening to us all the way out in Connecticut. Um, I'm not, I'm not up to speed on how uh, cigar friendly Connecticut is. Uh, they're, uh, they're on par with California, New York. Yeah. So, so you can, you can smoke in your own backyard as long as your fence is tall enough for nobody to see you pretty much that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: All right. Just so I know where the guy's coming or from. Or there's an enough acreage like yours where no one can see you. Yeah.
3: There you go. But you still got to duck down behind some shit. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: get it. All right. Well, cool. I hope we, uh, hope we answered some questions. Uh, you know, keep, a keep us in, uh, in the loop on your cigar journey there.
0: Yes. Welcome aboard.
3: What else we got over P- there, Gregory? P- I'm trying Pitty to viable. He picked
1: us to take the advice from.
0: Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> gotta take it from somebody. It could be worse.
1: So there's been a bit of news coming out. Um, a lot of the news that's been out recently has been somewhat past. I think a lot of people are holding on to their good information for PCA and um, for about a month. Uh, Placentia Cigars, to release their new Year of the Dragon Cigar, that was in early February, and... Um, They're commemorating the Year of the Dragon. It is going to be a Torpedo six and a half by 54 Vitola. Total of 3,000 boxes available. We'd probably have to run up to CJ's if we wanted to find those. Yeah. Um, Or down to uh, Cigar Cigar Club. Club. Yep. So they're kicking off their Chinese New Year. Um, It's a really pretty box. Gorilla will be able to uh, pull the pictures and make it look pretty for you all to see on there. Um, another thing that came up, this was the 10th of February, Don Doroteo Cigars is honored that El 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 Legado earned its uh, number one boutique cigar for 2023 from the Enthusiast Report. Uh, you know, congratulations, Juan. That is, uh, we've all smoked that cigar a couple of times. Oh yeah. That's an amazing stick and, uh, oops. And it was really good. So, um, you know, congratulations on that, uh, that rating. It's a 95 rating, by the way. For the oh, number awesome, one. Man. Yeah,
0: it is. That's a fantastic cigar if you can get your hands on it. and You really should.
1: Uh, Rebellion Cigars has infiltrated its way into Thailand. Rebellion Cigars is a British firm. Um, Got to reach out to those guys because I don't remember seeing them at any of the events that we attend here in the States. But they have uh, joined with Cigar Emperor of Thailand for their partnership and their distribution out there. Three Leaf Cigars is announcing their Ecuadorian Connecticut Wrapper and Ecuadorian Honduras Wrapper Cigars. They are fairly new. Um, they're very pleased to announce their release of Three Leaf, brand born from the knowledge obtained during 15 years in the cigar industry. So uh, if you can find them, check them out. Um, the fellow that started Three Leaf actually entered the industry in 2009 with Two Guys Smoke Shop. As you know, they are... Uh, the Cigar Authority is their podcast, and it's a fine one, by the way, so you guys should check that out. Um, you know, he did a little bit of stint with Hammer & Sickle, um, and, uh, you know, that's a pretty good cigar line when you can find it. In California, it's kind of hard for us to get out here, but it's a good line. So check them out. Premium Cigar Association has announced their two 2024 Best of the Leaf Award finalists. Um if you can get over there, check that out. But the big one is uh, Drew Estate announces Ike Karpidly's promoted to senior VP sales at Drew Estate. He was the um, he was succeeding David Lazarus, who retired in twenty twenty two. So congratulations, Ike. Uh, we need to get out and reach out and talk to you. Rock yeah, on. Absolutely. You know, it's a little bit short, but like I said, the news. There hasn't been a lot coming out, and I think that's partially because everybody's holding mum till PCA. Right.
3: But, uh, you know. Yeah, nobody's going to release anything the first couple of months of uh, January because they're holding it for the show. Yeah. So it's going to
0: be a great mid-year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a whole bunch of stuff rolling out. It sounds
3: like uh, uh, quite a few houses are putting out multiple releases this year as
0: opposed to just one or two yeah, yeah
3: i know okay
0: let me have my one bitch though i have one bitch my least favorite size of cigar is torpedo and Placencia, one of my favorite cigar houses is releasing year to dragon and torpedo i'm like ah. so
1: did Davidoff. <sighs> yeah well but i get it i agree with you i don't you know, it sounds silly, but I too don't care for the torpedo only because, you know, you cut the damn thing. And in my case, I don't hold it in my teeth. People that hold it in their teeth have this problem worse than I do. But you compress the narrow cut down yeah. as you're holding onto it. And it gets tighter and tighter until it becomes unsmokable. You cut more, same problem occurs, and by then it starts unraveling. It's it's just not a size I'm a fan of either.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, and you have the... You have the other end of the problem, where you're trying to light something that has no surface area, so you're not getting anything spread out over a surface area. Yeah, and you're you're dragging on the thing trying to keep air coming through it, and yeah, it's torpedoes are hard, man. Mm-hmm. You have to be. I, I typically won't fire up a torpedo, and I have several in my humidor but I typically won't fire up a torpedo unless I'm sitting, not doing anything else. I mean, that, that's not a driving somewhere cigar. That's not a hanging out at the, at yeah. the brick and mortar talking to guys in the lounge cigar. That's not a podcast cigar. That's a, you're sitting on your ass focusing on your cigar cigar. Right. right? And, and there's some great torpedoes out there. Don't get me wrong, but they are a lot of damn work. <laughs> that's, that's just that's just the fact of the matter,
0: you know. I, what I would love to do, if I could find someone to do this with, just do a trade. Have you ever done that, where you want to just trade cigars out of your humidor? Either their buyer's remorse, some stuff that you've gotten, and it's like, eh, not my wheelhouse. But talk to somebody, and they might have something you want. Switch for a one to one.
1: Go ahead, Larry. He pitched, uh, Larry. Right. Go, go ahead, Larry. He pitched it. Swing at it. What, uh, what 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 do you got you trying to get rid of, my
0: brother? I wouldn't do this to you. Oh, what about me? You'd do it to me, wouldn't you? Probably. <laughs> Just uh-huh. one. Just one. I wouldn't give you the whole. I I was a victim of cigar bid. Okay. It wasn't too expensive. No, no, it wasn't horrible. But on a whim, it's a house I know,
1: and I was like, okay, it's not in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Okay. What uh, got well, me was... Flavor oh, okay.
0: size. Uh, the size was good, okay. but the flavor, it okay. was sickening sweet. Uh-oh. Yeah, it, but, it but like, it's not a flavored cigar? No. Huh. I was like, the hell? I was like, it, it was one of those, and we've smoked the cigar where we take a couple of puffs and go... Not, not a chance. At, no, not at gunpoint. Mm-mm. No. But because I'm on the podcast, cool. I'm going to say... <clears throat>
1: Not in my wheelhouse.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, well. I mean, I will tell you
3: what, man. I would. Uh, I will trade one for one just to try it out and see what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I, come,
2: up, I'll come up with something for you.
0: Okay, we can do that. And you know, it's LaGarilla funny. We'll
2: buy one off you. I don't have tradable material at the moment. I would I can not cheat find, the I can,
3: I can probably find something equally as terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got a couple of those not at gunpoint cigars to trade for that for gorilla.
3: There we go. That's what you need. <laughs> no, if you guys you Greg, just light Greg- it and throw it in the ashtray <laughs> out on yeah. the patio, keep yeah.
2: mosquitoes away. Greg does not speak for Gorilla and Gorilla Industries. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Greg is. Greg is not a negotiating partner in this transaction.
1: No. No. Mm-mm guerrilla industry. I like that. I'd I'd have had you with more money already if I was a negotiating party. I'm telling you, bitch, please.
3: I don't know who you think you're dealing with. Make yourself sound like fucking John L. Lewis and the coal miners or something. I don't think so.
1: Nah, more like Hoffa in the disappearance.
3: My ass. You start strong arming me for more guerrilla money. You're going to end up like Hoffa too.
1: (laughs) So if you guys want to know what it's like when we really hate something, Mind you, this show was also done in -in tongue-in-cheek. I suggest you look up the episode where we smoke the fighting cock.
2: That was a rough cigar, man. Yeah. It was one of the cigars of all time.
1: Yeah, it was. (laughs) Go to the video vault at lumascigarcartel.com. Click on the video vault link. You can check it out right there. What episode is it, Gregory? I'm looking at that right now. It was so far away. Oh, that's fond memories. There's the Ocean's Gate episode. <laughs> I
2: want to say, is that in the 80s? Well, 80 episode? Why would the Ocean's Gate episode be so memorable, Gregory? Hang on. Is fighting, I'm going to say Fighting Cock is 89. I'm guessing. Completely oh, shoot. Guessing.
1: 89 is uh, I Visit Idaho.
2: Shit. You Try visit, again. You visit Idaho every three episodes. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sometimes every other episode. Yes. It's episode 79. Not a bad guess, ah, Gorilla. Off by oh, 10. But uh, it's also one, just so you guys know, if you're going to look it up, it's one where the camera shit itself. So it is just the audio. Uh, but hey, like I said, if you want to hear when we truly hate something, also understand it's tongue in cheek, this cigar, the entire box of of cigars cost me twenty dollars.
0: This show is not bought to you by the fighting cock.
2: Go to the video vault. There's no video. I'm sorry. Of all the of all the videos you could have promoted for the video vault.
1: What are you laughing at? Oh, I'm sorry. It's exactly in line with how good we are. I just fucked up. I'm
0: sorry. I, I have to ask forgiveness from the gorilla. Uh, I was banging my can on the oh, table. Oh, you guys
2: been banging shit the whole episode. Don't apologize now.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, and You're then. You're getting a little too comfortable. Then there's the also
1: episode 80, the Judgmental Christmas Bear.
2: That, that is a wild back to back two episodes.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The rackets here is precedes uh, the fighting cock, too.
3: Uh, you know what I saw, man? Uh it came up today on uh, Facebook memories. What was that? Two years ago. It's been two years since we had Zach from Yard Dog Coffee on. Mm. Yes, yes, oh, it has man. been. Like,
0: damn, man. it's eh, Time flies when you're having fun. Mm-hmm. So. I think that was about the same time as the foodie episode.
3: Uh it was a little, the foodie was a little before that I Yeah, think. it was
0: a little bit before. Like around January.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we gotta uh we gotta revisit some of these people. I think that'd be a great idea. It's also been a while since we had uh um Matt and Garrett on. Yep. Yeah. And we gotta
3: get uh we gotta get Pat Nelson on uh, uh StreamYard for the no bullshit kitchen uh Alabama version.
1: Now. <laughs> nice, damn good guess, Scott. Yes, they were a month apart.
2: We got it. We also got to get the the no longer Mormons back on as well. Oh yeah, yeah. We've been we've been teasing that for like. Well, hell, his now.
1: his schedule, Brandon. His schedule's so damn busy.
3: I know that cat's out handing out cigars. It- all over the country.
0: Yeah, where the hell? Come on. No, no, he is not handing out cigars. Cigars just fall from his pocket, and people
1: happen to pick them up. Yeah, um, yeah, unfortunately, they fall off the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he got the apostate wagon all tricked out like he wanted to.
3: I don't know, man. That thing
2: was pretty well dialed
3: in. I was. He was showing me how that...
2: They, if they want to stay on brand, it's got to be an actual wagon. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I like your cigars. Don't be mean to me.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we make fun of your motorhome.
0: <laughs>
2: Why not? We make fun of Scott's motorhome.
1: Now we're now we're um, equal. I, I, I was going to say
3: opportunity. I, thanks, Larry.
1: I was going to go with I was going to go with something else, and I'm like, nah, I can't do that. Gotcha. You can make as much fun of my motorhome as you want. Oh, we are.
2: We do
0: regularly as i sit back on my leather couch with my fireplace going and my satellite tv hey. while i'm having a refreshing drink
2: you don't want to you don't want to go down this road right now <laughs> why is that gorilla Gor- gorilla has heard that despite the palatial comfort that you travel in uh. we a, a little bit of Wayne is coming this weekend and we're not going camping <laughs> anymore? hey that ain't me <laughs> I didn't make that decision. The fucking motorhome not waterproof? (laughs) Like what the windows don't roll up? What do we got here?
0: That's good. You got
3: you got a hole in your convertible top?
1: What's that?
2: to to be fair? This was followed up by there's also gonna be like 70 mile an hour winds, which that fair. That's fair. Could you see
1: could you see the middle of the night? All of a sudden, you hear Sue scream as the entire motorhome tips over. <laughs> that shit ain't funny. That shit ain't funny. No, but it would be. I've
2: seen one or two tipped motorhomes up near Livermore. That yeah. is shit. Is not funny. Ooh. Yeah, people trying to go across the
1: Altamont uh, Ooh. with it, the wind blowing.
2: Well, having, it was yeah. Having never
1: done it before. Well, you know you're you're a trap shooter, so you've shot Livermore.
2: Ooh, that's so much fun.
1: One of the things I understand because a buddy of mine. Who shoots trap too? He wants to do. He's going to do the state shoot again this year, which I believe is at Livermore. Yes. And he's like, "You need to come and hang out. I'll get two two spots instead of one." And I looked at him and go, "Bitch," as windy as it is, my little canvas hovel's not going to survive down there.
2: Yeah. We have when did, to borrow when Larry's. Did
3: they move the state shoot to Livermore. Um,
2: that is a conversation probably best had not on the podcast. They they have some just size and. A uh, number of shooters, which is a good thing. Just yeah, because
3: I mean, it was when it, when also when the gorilla was shooting high school trap. The it was at the Waterloo Gun and Bocce Ball Club in Stockton. I, okay, I, hold I, on, hang on, Gun and Bocce Ball. Yep. Swear to God, man, and Stockton. That,
2: that the third, gun part I get. That but- third part is. Com- is why it's moving to Livermore. Yeah, there's t- there's too many people. They can't stay in the campground camping spots that are at the gun club. So now people are having to find hotels in Stockton, and a bunch of the high school families are like, "Hey, uh, yeah, nah. no, <laughs> we'll so. drive in from Sacramento.
1: Mm-hmm. It's only an hour."
2: But that's not the that's not the trap club's fault. It's you know.
3: yeah, it just is what it is. Yeah, and, and trap for about ten years. Was the fastest growing high school sport in the nation? So, really, yeah,
2: yeah. It went from when what, 300 three hundred, three hundred kids in the entire California Youth Scholastic Shooting Association when I first joined, and maybe three high schools and three you know youth gun clubs attached to the trap clubs. Wow! It they, the last year I shot trap there were three thousand registered shooters for the junior division and the high school divisions. Yep. Well, all right. we, we
3: started out in his freshman year they had a trap tournament every other weekend and you shot against the same kids every weekend. you saw every high school that had a trap every mm-hmm. junior program it was the same people by his senior year there was there were scheduled every weekend there were two tournaments a weekend just to be able to get everybody out a, across the, the traps. To have enough sh- uh, places for them to shoot, so wow. you never knew who you might you might only see um, uh, a certain trap team once
2: at the and at the state, and then yeah.
3: see their guys at the state shoot that that might be it. Oh, wow, but yeah, it it was crazy how fast it grew, and it's still huge. I mean, uh, Del Oro High School, right down the street from us here,
1: is still got a huge trap team. Mm-hmm. Not not to add to your busy schedule, but I'm willing to pay for lessons. Gorilla. Oh boy,
2: um, we'll wait until wait until Coon Creek trapping skeets up and up and
1: rolling again. Yep. Sounds good. So, a short segue, real quick. We we've said what we're smoking, and you all are into it a good amount now. I'm curious to know what your guys' thoughts are. Scotty
0: gets better and better, man. As far as the flavors go, I'm not catching the flavors. I just love the fact that it's just a just an easy smoke. Yeah. I think um Yeah, there's no harshness to it.
3: Um and I said, you know, when we were setting up the uh setting up the gear when I was getting ready to light this, I was surprised at how smooth the draw was on mm-hmm. this for as dark as this cigar looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, this if you're if you're just getting into Maduros, this would be a fine one to start with. Because yeah, it's really. not gonna you know, it's not gonna kick you in the teeth. And uh Greg made sure he, he messaged everybody yesterday and said, Hey, make sure you eat. This is a pretty dark looking Maduro. And that's true. But, um, yeah. Um, medium to full I think is right on. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not, there's no, no heavy power to it at all.
0: No, I give this a medium, man. Well, the
1: hard the get up to the mic, Greg, the hard part of this is, You two, it's not really, as far as eating goes, it's not really that big a deal for you two because you and the three of us smoke daily, but no offense to the gorilla, but he does not smoke as often as we do, nor the breath of cigars that we do. So it's like, dude, I want to make sure that he eats because I don't want him throwing up over all of our equipment over there.
2: Oh, yeah. Gorilla was late to work today to make sure he had a sandwich and some potato salad at some point today. It's your boss that
1: big of a dick that he would yell at you for that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he is <laughs> huge,
3: huge <laughs> asshole, <laughs> but he's consistent. Ah, always an asshole. Ah, <laughs> feel free to correct me whenever,
1: Hey, that's a nice smoke ring. That's where we need the gorilla cam. Thank
2: you. <laughs> and there it goes. So what do you think? Gorilla? Um, very much the same thing. Like I've said before, I am really enjoying the um, the Maduro's that are not hitting you upside the head with a baseball bat, because that that's what I always heard going into the cigar shop with my dad is oh ooh, anything anything darker you know than a milk chocolate bar is gonna kill you you know my mother
3: well back dad, then that was yeah. true yeah you know? yeah mm-hmm. yeah but the, this the is- super dark the double and triple Maduros were were. Would kick the shit out of you, This about is 10 this is ago.
2: all the all the strength and flavor of the Maduro without that you're you're gonna die, you know? <laughs> but no, as far as the I'm about halfway or a third in, not sure. I don't remember how long it was when we started. Six uh, and a half. Yeah. The the first third definitely very that pepper and the oak. And then I don't necessarily want to call it retrohale, but like the uh fuck. Yeah, I just saw it. SD card's full.
1: Why is the SD card full? Because we've never emptied it.
2: Why did we not empty it? Because I don't know. I forgot to. The SD card on the videos full. Yes, SD card yes. on the videos. Oh well, continue. Want
1: want? That's Gorilla's fault. <laughs> For those of you that are now wondering what's going on, we are experiencing enjoy- technical difficulties. Please enjoy the rest of the vi- of the rest of the podcast audio only. Yeah. So anyway, gorilla, you gorilla were saying crab. you were saying, Gorilla. So a big deal. It's happened to us once before. Big deal.
2: Yep. You were saying. Um, yeah, very peppery, very oaky wow. at first. And then not on I wouldn't call it the retro, but kind of the secondary through the nostrils and is where I got the like kind of the creamy chocolate and it's transitioned to where I'm getting less of the pepper and more of that on yep. the draw.
3: No, hundred percent. I'll agree with that. Um Yeah, no, this is definitely something I would smoke again for sure. Yeah. And, you know, back on the, on the power, you know, the flavor versus power, uh, as often as I smoke and as many Maduros as I smoke, I'd start the morning out with this, with a cup of coffee without any trouble at
1: all. So we did last time I was up in Idaho, when I actually picked up the box, uh, that was the first cigar of the morning with coffee after breakfast was this one, uh, Will and I did one and it's, it's, it's creamy. And that's unusual, I think, in a Maduro, but it goes back to many conversations over the last 25 episodes or so that the new Maduro that have been coming out since about 2001 are really built upon flavor now, not that kick-in-the-teeth power. If you want that kick-in-the-teeth power, there are companies out there, LFD being one of them, you know, Lafleur de Minicon, where you can get that. Oh, yeah, 100%.
0: And see, I don't really care for those necessarily, I mean, I won't kick it out of bed for eating crackers, but yeah, I like the Maduro that just have flavor and they're smooth. It's not a whole trying to grab me by the throat and yell at me that it's a Maduro.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. It's one of my, it was one of those where it's like I saw it and I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. And that's, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm not a proponent of cigar bid, even though I have a severe addiction for cigar bid, but you can get on there and one of the things I like I know you did it um, your first time on there when you were ill with things. yeah um,
0: that was a good idea
1: but you you got a bunch of five pack sample packs and I think that's oh, yeah. a great way to you know win a bid at some reasonable prices get three or four different five pack samples of different lines so you can try things um, you know I'll always advocate it's better to buy from your brick and mortar but
3: yeah, sometimes it just works out. Um, you may have said this in your description, and I didn't catch it. But is this a is this a production cigar or is this a limited
1: edition? It is a production cigar.
3: Oh, nice! So these will be around for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, right this, this is a good. I, I'm real happy with this. Yeah, this is something for sure. I want to smoke again. So
1: yeah, and it comes in it several different sizes. I happen to pick the the size that I happen to like and that we usually prefer better, which is Toro or better. Yeah. Uh, is it, uh, they have a 60 ring gauge in this? Do you know? Um, I can look that up for you. So
3: I would be interested to uh, to see what that would be at 62.
1: It comes in a 52. Uh, yes, it does. A 6x60. Six uh, they've got a 45 by 50 for Scott and a 575 by 54 okay. The 6x60 six is called the Roadkill. Huh.
3: That makes All sense. Right.
1: This one's a bull neck, and then they've got a. Ape hanger and a
3: handbrake,
0: huh? Ape hanger, huh? Yep, sounds
1: like
3: that's a gorilla cigar. <laughs> um, yeah, it's that's something we need to do. Um, uh, if we're on a camping weekend or something, we need to get like three or four sizes of the same cigar mm-hmm. and do that like back to back over uh, the course of a day to smoke like three of the same things. You know, start with a smaller ring gauge and work our way up mm-hmm. um, just to see what, you know, what the difference is.
0: Well, if we do the smaller ring gauge, then that's going to be where the most flavor is. Mm-hmm. The larger ring gauge, you're not going to you say get that. quite as much.
1: But there's a brand out there that we could do this in that I think tends to disagree with that idea. Because the I've smoked their 70 by eight. And it has the same flavor as the 50 by 5. Really? Yes. Asylum? Asylum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was really impressed. It was one of those where, you remember, I bought those for you guys as a joke a couple of years ago. It was a 90 by 8-inch cigar. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is hilarious. I bought one for myself. I bought one for Larry. I bought one for Scott. Larry smoked his right away and was like, dude, you really got to get into yours. And I did. And it was great because... It's like they don't blend it down in terms of flavor. Yeah, and that's
3: a problem sometimes when you get bigger than about sixty. I've had I've had some ultra large ring gauge cigars that have been great, and I've had some where like you guys just rolled this for a novelty. (laughs) You know, and yeah my my go to is fifty four or bigger, Mm -hmm. sixty ring gauge. If you got a sixty ring gauge cigar. That's got uh, that's got some flavor. I, uh, sign me up. That's where I'm at.
1: And see, that's I think that's also too one of the funny things about the three of us doing the show. I prefer a 50 to 52, and then I also prefer a 38 of a Lancero. Yep. Scott's more of a 47 yep. uh, in the Corona and the Petite Coronas and the Robustos in oh, the yeah. 50, and Larry's usually typically a 60 or over in Gorilla. I don't think you really have a size preference, I do you? Don't,
2: I like Lanceros, but they're definitely not the greatest of my cigars that I smoke. I would say uh, Robusto and Toro is where I stick, but mostly my Robusto. I think mm-hmm. Robusto is, for, for my style of smoking, where I'm either doing it while working or I'm sitting down. I don't want to sit for hours and hours and smoke, but I want maybe like 45 minutes to an hour. I think Robusto is probably 85% of the cigars I smoke.
0: Yeah, I have to find time to smoke that giant ass cigar.
2: Oh, you
1: still have
0: it? It is still sitting in my humidor.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I think I don't know if you'd agree with me, Larry, but I will think he's going to enjoy it because I think you're going to be surprised at how much flavor is is in that cigar. Okay, buckle up for four hours
3: though. Um, and then, yeah,
0: because I have four
3: hours. <laughs> well, but anything, any of those big seventy plus ring gauge cigars in Asylum's line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got uh, what was it two years ago, maybe even three years ago at Rocky Mountain. I got four of their f- um, four packs, mm-hmm. and man, all four of those cigars were just excellent. Uh, but yeah, that's they were what seventy by seventy by seven, I think seventy by eight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a three-hour smoke. But uh, I smoked the last one of those going to um reno for rib fest last year oh yeah and uh i lit it up Is you know we were getting stuff still carrying stuff out to the truck and Sharon's like um sh- uh, are you bringing something else for the drive i'm like yeah no <laughs> yeah don't need <laughs> it this will cover it and she's like really i'm like yeah, this is a three-hour smoke mm-hmm. and i was still
1: i was still puffing on that thing when we pulled into the parking lot at the hotel right up. i did uh that And I bought it again as a, I'm looking at this thing going, okay, this can't be, this is a novelty, but it wasn't. That uh, 70 by eight ring gauge from the asylum in the Corojo, which our listeners know is one of my most favorite leaf uh, particulars there. And I lit it in Winnemucca. I put it out into the ashtray in Tommy's garage. And as Scott knows, it's been on that drive and there's been on that drive. That's four hours and 25 minutes. And it was smooth and beautiful. I didn't have to relight it. You know, it just carried my me very fav- pleasantly. I
3: think that's my favorite one out of that mm-hmm. uh, out of that series. That that's a really good cigar. Uh, and it's yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it takes a while to smoke it. You know, yeah, if, if all you've got is an hour, don't light something that big. But um, if you've got the time, you know, if you're going, if you're smoking your vehicle, number one. And you're making the drive from Northern California to Southern California. You're going from here to Vegas or yeah. from San Diego to to Phoenix. Fire that thing up, man. You will not be
0: disappointed. No. Yeah, I may be making one of those drives when this um, episode drops. uh yeah. Eh. Eh.
1: All right, we'll discuss Just that off eh. the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Pop, Pop's getting ready to go back to Illinois. Uh... Cedar Rapids. Cedar Rapids, isn't
0: he? Yeah. Um let's see, it's gonna be second week of March.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well well the matriarch of the family wants to go camping with us when we go to the Redwoods. I chuckled at her because she's like, I want to see the inside of Scott's motorhome and I started laughing. I'm like, not gonna happen. Why? Your steps are steep. <laughs> Speaking They're, of, I gotta fix
0: it steps. Man, we'll drag mom up them steps.
3: No, grandma. Oh, grandma! Oh, no. we're not grandma. No, right. no, negative goes right. We'll
2: take a real nice cell phone video for grandma. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: real nice. Yes,
1: a ninety-five-year-old lady ain't gonna get up those steps. Oh, no, no way she's not up. Won't be the problem. Yeah, oh, she <laughs>
3: come right now. Oh, yeah.
2: Now I think some sometime toward the end of this year, beginning of next year, I think we need to do a a revisit of a old episode, traveling with cigars, uh, episode two. Because the gorilla will be looking for some general travel tips and general, like, good road trip cigars. Oh, that's right. You're good. Spit it out. Yikes. <coughs> A curse upon thee. <laughs> Get out of his body. <laughs> There's no
1: help for me. I've already got my condo in hell right next to Scott's mansion. Um, I'm going to be the poor little house boy who lives on the property.
2: No, due to recent uh, financial changes and employment changes... The uh, 2025 road trip to Concordia, Kansas is looking like it's on. So step one of that procedure happens Wednesday where the, the little Toyota I drive is going in for, I wouldn't say major maintenance, but moderate yep
3: Some shit that probably should have been
1: handled before now. Oh, so man. I think what we'll have to do for that, guys, is we'll have to give Gorilla one of my one of my sets of the uh, lavaliers and uh, have him do updates
2: from the road. Oh, God.
3: Hey, Mate. tell him about uh,
2: uh, tell him about Ethan trying uh, to fly home. Man, I don't want to put Ethan on blast, but I will. Um, <laughs> but I will. My friend, Ethan, which next time he's I, I'm going to have to try to coordinate when he travels out here and when we record Cause you will not believe this child until you see him.
3: You've seen him; he's a great big yogi. He bear sat in. Character. He sat in for an episode <laughs> a while back. Yeah, remember? but he was
1: behind the camera.
3: Yeah, yeah the guy with a yeah, well, big leather jacket. Looks like he. Uh, Looks like he he's should be six, an extra six on foot, the Sopranos. Six
2: foot four, size uh, sixteen or seventeen shoe. Holy yeah. crap! Oh, yeah. Okay, I wasn't he, here. Yeah, big, big boy.
0: Hey, hey, Balen White kid. Okay, um, I don't remember him. I must have been gone.
2: He has. Ethan if you're listening I love you so much. He has the worst luck with Ooh. traveling and law enforcement. <sighs> I don't know what I don't know what he does. I don't know if he pissed on the hat of the village witch in a past <laughs> life. Homie, dude's been pulled over more times this calendar year than I have my entire existence. He flew out for his cousin's wedding, lesbian wedding. Double the bridesmaids. That was his, the big selling point for him. Um, flew out here.
0: Gotta go with the odds. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, Flight out here went well. Got in a rear end fender bender down in Sacramento. Uh, in his buddy's girlfriend's car. They were carpooling. Uh, got harassed by the rent-a-cop at Sutter Hospital. Uh, called called the t- car that they were just in an accident in. A shitbox. <laughs> Ethan wanted to slap the dude Uh, That was the weekend It was storming windy So his flight uh, from Sacramento to Denver was delayed So he missed the connector to Wichita So he Refunded that flight Used some of the money to upgrade The the Sacramento to Denver flight first class So he could get some better sleep So he could rent a car and drive From Denver to Wichita Where he was pulled over twice Driving a Colorado License plated car in Kansas because oh that's a single young white male adult in a Colorado car he's probably got weed <laughs> um got to Wichita drove back up to Concordia where he was 10 minutes late for his shift at the O'Reilly so he went to work for 8 hours wow
0: okay
2: this i i don't know how it happens to him i told him dude by by the second time you were pulled over on the drive to Wichita I didn't feel like making fun of you anymore. That's like, like I, I felt pity, genuine pity,
0: but hey, just to be
3: clear, I still felt like making
2: fun of you. Oh no, it's great.
0: Okay. This might just tell you how sad I am. You know what I got out of that story? Mm. The part where you said that he upgraded the first class to get some sleep. Hmm.
2: Hey. Hey, let me, let me. He's your. He's your size. He don't sleep in a regular. Let me explain something to you. The fact. The fact that Ethan took a moment in Sacramento and went, "I'm gonna have to." He formulated the plan to drive to Wichita to get his car that was at the Wichita, you know, overnight parking. Mm -hmm.
3: At the Wichita Airport Hair Care and Tire Center. The fact
2: that he had the foresight to get adequate sleep. Shows great personal development on his part from the, from the, in the time that I have known him. This is the same buddy who I believe I've shown you the picture. He drove from Wairika to Concordia when he moved out there because he goes to uh, business school in in state in a Buick Lesabre, pulling a little U-Haul rent-a-trailer with his motorcycle on the back. He okay. got stopped in Wyoming by some rancher dude. Who go, son. Are you stupid, dude? It. You want to know how long he made? He's the fastest he's made the drive from uh, Wairika to Concordia. Twenty-one and a half hours.
3: How many miles?
2: Um, from here to Concordia is about twelve hundred.
0: That's moving. Well, see where I was going with that was that's
2: no 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 stopping for gas and food, and Rick. the occasional catnap.
0: Where I was going with that was. And you probably can guess if you've watched at least two episodes of this. I don't do first glass to sleep. I do it for two things. To drink. To drink. You goddamn right. By the time we take off, I've I'm two glasses in. And by the time we hit the Rockies, I'm on glass number six. Bitch, by sense? the
2: time by the time you board the plane, you're two or three glasses in. That's not even one of the best travel stories. I'd even tell you about the time he uh met Weird Al Yankovic.
0: You have my attention.
2: So Ethan, I love you. I'm going to, I'm going to say something nice about you at the end of this. I promise. Um, (laughs) so Ethan got all excited. The last, when he came out for Thanksgiving or Christmas, he got all excited. He's like, I found a direct flight from, uh, Kansas city to, to Reno, which is not a thing. He normally has to hop planes at least once to get out here because who the fuck flies into Kansas city? um, but he was all excited, like, I, I get on the plane in Kansas City, and I don't get off till Reno, and I'm sitting there going, okay. I'm not going to say anything, but okay. I get. We get a message from him. So I'm in Albuquerque. Why are you in Albuquerque, Ethan? Because the plane stopped here. Why did the plane stop in Albuquerque? He was not wrong. He did not have to get off the one plane. <laughs> he had the Kansas City Albuquerque Burbank Reno connecting flight. And I asked him, Ethan, how much time did you save taking that flight as opposed to swapping planes in either in Denver or Seattle or something? He's like thirty minutes. <laughs> but while he's on the ground in Albuquerque, he gets off the plane to use the bathroom, grab a snack, get back on. He's walking onto the plane and he sees a dude in shirt. With some sort of pattern button up shirt unbuttoned over it, long, shaggy kind of brown hair with you know starting to gray in some spots, and a ukulele case. And he's like, That's fucking Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> and he's and he does he does this. He makes eye contact, head nod, head nod from Weird Al, and he goes and sits back down. My buddy Ethan, he's a he's a decent guitar player, and I'm like, We missed the opportunity for the greatest uh duet album of all time. <laughs> All right. Now that I've made fun of Ethan for a solid 10 minutes, I will say this. He is one of my 4 a.m. friends. If I called Ethan later tonight at like 4 a.m. his time and said, hey, I need to bury a body. He would the next question. He would text me going, how do I get a shovel through TSA? Like genuinely he would. You buy one with cash when you get here, genius. Well, he, hey, <laughs> listen, that's what I would tell him. But that would be his first question. How do I get a shovel and plastic bags through TSA? Check.
1: You can get Probably. damn near anything through as long as you Ethan, check it. Ethan, yeah,
3: as as I long love as you. it's not a lighter Ethan, <laughs> I love you and I
2: can't believe you're somehow getting me to go to Kansas, but you know, good luck.
0: Wow. God bless.
3: Just remember, if you hear this, keep driving. Mm-hmm. You not from
2: around here. Are you boy? See, that's the only downside of me wanting to take the pickup truck. Cause it's like, as soon as I get past about Salt Lake city, I have to remember I am driving a vehicle with California plates. I I am I am already expecting Ethan levels of treatment. I probably will get pulled over at least once in each state. What
3: you need to do is do a Dr. Mike and rent something that has out of state plates. (laughs) Hell, we could print you some Kansas plates to
0: throw on.
2: (laughs) Yes, because not only getting pulled over California plates bad enough, getting pulled pulled over with fake plates (laughs) so much better. Eh, better story
1: yep
0: <laughs> get the dog
2: <laughs> but i say all that to say if anyone knows of any good cigar spots other than the beehive that's already on the list of stops uh let me know uh i'll be taking 80 through cheyenne and then i can't remember what town in nebraska i turned south but about halfway through the nebraska i turned south and go into Keynes.
1: well if you're going to if you're going to cheyenne there's uh there's a I uh, can't remember the name of the lounge, but there's one in
2: Cheyenne. Yeah, the, the rough plan right now is here to Salt Lake, Salt Lake to Cheyenne, Cheyenne, Concordia. And then I am either going to take the same route back or if I want to get a, a little adventurous, I'm going to do Concordia, Denver, Denver, Salt Lake, Salt Lake here.
0: All I can think of driving through Wyoming is the fact that my wife and Greg are texting and arguing Yes, <laughs> about what is a deer and what is a I antelope. Don't know. antelope. Yeah, antelope.
1: Yeah, his wife sends me this picture there and goes, oh, look, look at the deer. And I text back and I go, Sue, that's an antelope. No, no, it's a deer. Okay. (laughs) I had to hear this shit for 40 miles. (laughs) At least I know what a deer looks like. May not be able to kill one, but I know what they look like. You're Uh, goddamn (laughs) lucky they don't shoot back.
2: on On a side note, the gorilla will be accepting donations for this trip. If the donations allow me an extra day to detour through Estes park for reasons that will be obvious.
3: Oh, Hey, speaking of which did you, uh, did you guys catch the Facebook post yesterday from our friends in Estes park, Colorado,
2: the
1: ones with the elk walking yeah, across the had, road.
3: They had to close the tasting room early because the elk took over the
0: parking lot.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> like
3: 200 plus elk in Estes park,
0: Colorado. I missed that.
2: Yeah. Did we did we ever talk about the really cool fucking news that Hogback shared like two or three weeks ago? Oh, that they won their division
3: in the World Whiskey uh, dude, Super Bowl or whatever yeah. the
2: fuck it called? <laughs> the World Whiskey? Dude, Graham's going to beat your ass next time he sees you. That's yeah. all right. He wears
3: a dress.
2: <laughs> How tough could this guy be? I'm going to shut the fuck up and just <laughs> let him keep talking.
3: Hey, Graham, I love you, brother. And congratulations, by the way, that was awesome. Uh, And yes, they went, uh, they went back to Kentucky, I believe is where this was. Tennessee. Which one was it, girl? You remember? Um, shit. Back there in whiskey country. And, uh, they won their division. Actually, actually, there were three or four, um, three or four winners from Colorado distilleries. Uh, Colorado placed really well at, at this. And, uh, so yeah, that's, that's super awesome, man. Graham and Catherine Hogback Distillery, they have their tasting room up and running in Estes Park, Colorado. Um, uh, so yeah, if, uh, if you're out that way, please do yourself a favor and stop in and try some of their stuff. Cause it is amazing.
0: Oh man. Most definitely.
3: But yeah, that's uh, I mean, that's something you don't see very often is, uh, you know, you, uh, your business is impacted uh by a uh, an elk invasion. Yeah,
0: elk invasion. <laughs> on that note, hey gorilla. Well hold on. Before we do that, as we're getting down to the nub, how's it going, boys? This is a great
3: stick, wow. man. This is uh um, you know, I I like CAO stuff, you know, by and large, uh to begin with so i was you know i was not surprised that that i was gonna like this but uh no this is this is super good man
0: yeah i don't smoke enough cao i gotta really get them into my rotation yeah, yeah you really do everybody should
3: no it's uh they put out they've been putting out a great product for for quite a few years and uh i've got uh i've got four or five that i kind of rotate through of theirs that i really like and i i'm absolutely be adding this to
2: that right on rotation right on. for sure all right
0: how you doing over there gorilla
2: gorilla is good i like it i i think i agree i don't know i don't know if i'd add it to my rotation but it's definitely another one that's on the list of i know what that is i know i like it and i can yeah grab let's
3: it. grab that you know if you're if you're not sure about something you know there's a comfort level in this yeah, yeah. no for sure Little crazy greg
1: going over there hey greg any parting shots no, nah, I got nothing. I'm just emailing him pictures for Graham and Catherine so he can post them while we're talking about them. So we have something on the screen. Since
3: there we, we go. So, yeah, so, so the elk invasion. All right. Yes. Good times. Hey, can you get a generic picture of somebody with a California plate being pulled over in Colorado or in uh, Kansas? I'll, I'll, text,
2: I'll text Ethan. I'm sure he has one. Bet we can figure that out. A dash cam of him getting pulled over. I've got in our little group chat we have, he took a, he took a video. Here's how he tells us every time he pulls over, he just takes a video of himself in the driver's seat. the camera facing toward him and he just gets the lights while they're riding out. He, funny enough, only gotten one ticket. Um, but yeah, I took one of those images and I made it one of those gifts. So anytime, anytime he's like, I got pulled over today, all of us just send four or five of the same gift of him just sitting there blue and reds flashing. <laughs> Perfect. It's kind of great. I like it. Love we, it. We should make stickers. Don't think I haven't. Oh, oh, I got, mm, I'll tell you off the podcast. Ethan made a mistake and sent me some pictures and we're going to have to abuse them. Okay, now I have to say it because it sounds weird. Uh, it sounds extremely <laughs> weird. So he's, he's going to uh, Kansas State for, for business school. He's you know, taken all the classes for that and one of the classes they offered free Uh, portfolio headshots like for your resume and he shared them in the group chat
3: wrong thing to do sir dude
2: we're i I told ethan that he's gonna be the default photo for real estate sign samples (laughs) 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 and he did not like that oh my God. god
0: That's that's, <laughs> oh. that's amazing.
2: I, I want to do. I want to do. I want to do bumper stickers of him in this suit and do like the Saul Goodman. You know you have rights. <laughs> 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 Call here uh, again. I fuck with him, but I, I. Ethan is a wonderful dude. Yep, he's a good kid. Speaking All
0: of right. law shit, I just have to bring this up. Oh no! No 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 no! No, it's not going the way you think it is. You've been through Woodland lately, haven't you? It's been a minute, but yeah. Yeah, go down Main Street right off the freeway. Uh-huh. One of our local attorneys. When something go wrong, she's picture of her, full picture of her with a baseball bat. And I'm looking at it like, the fuck she's going to do with that bat?
3: <laughs> I mean, you know, marketing is a wonderful thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: nah. Nah. I think we've reached Greg's limit for this episode.
0: <laughs> Alright, in that case then, hey Gorilla, take me home. Well, I'm out of beer and cigar's almost to the nub, so I think it's about that time. Wanna thank everyone, except for Gorilla leaving the Mini card full, but that's okay. <laughs>
1: And, and he comes here comes a train.
0: <laughs> See, that's karma right there. Mm-hmm. Audience,
2: Me? how many squares do you have filled on your Beyond the Humidor podcast bingo card of things that could go wrong in this episode? <laughs> Let us know. Dude, now we
0: got to make one. I <laughs> was just about to say. <laughs> okay, we got to make one, and then we're going to put it on Facebook so everyone has one. Yep.
2: I love it. Why is that a great idea? <laughs>
0: because it is. <laughs> we're ideal people.
2: Pat <laughs> Walsh honking,
3: train.
0: The compressor. Compressor. Larry's shot, phone ringing. Shop
3: phone ringing.
0: Greg's bidding you know, out his iced tea.
3: Yeah, one of our cell phones going off. Somebody knocking on the door.
0: Oh, yeah, we, we've we got a bunch of them. That'll be good. But anyway. Share your ideas with us. <laughs> I'm sure that'll go well. At infolumacigarcartel.com. At
3: <laughs> like and share us on Facebook. What?
0: Follow us on Instagram. Don't be a stranger. Be like my man in Connecticut. Drop us a line and let us know you're out there. Thank you, Rocky. I'm Scott Robinson. On behalf of all of us here, we look forward to chatting with you on the next episode. Ah, It's beautiful. Stop bobbing your head. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Scott Robinson. (laughs) And from all of us here Beyond the Humidor, (laughs) we look forward to chatting with you on the next episode. But until then, stay healthy and safe and good smoke, good drink, and good life.
1: Best part is they can't see this part right now.
0: Ran <laughs> <sighs> overboard. I'm going to go take a long, hard look at my
1: life.
3: Why start now? <laughs>